This is Taylor Talk, the number one Taylor Swift podcast brought to you by taylortalk.org. Welcome everybody to episode 132 of Taylor Talk, Taylor Swift podcast. My name's Adam. I'm Maya. I'm Diane. And I'm Sammy. How's everyone doing today? You didn't give me a countdown, Adam. I almost wasn't recording. (laughs) You don't need... (sighs) Sammy... Well, it's a good thing you're here and, and on the recording with us, Sammy. Otherwise, that would be a really awkward conversation as this episode went along. We'd be like, talk, talk, talk. What do you think, Sammy? And then just like silence for minutes at a time. Okay. Although I think people might like that. No, people like so. you. Everybody loves Sammy. Sammy yeah. is the number one favorite host of the listeners of Taylor Talk. That's true. Okay. Do we need to take a poll for that? Because no, I we shouldn't take we, a we poll. Already took, we already took a poll, Sammy. You're number one. All of us are going to lose. We already did. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we've got a great episode today. We are uh, going to be analyzing Fearless, which surprisingly enough, nobody has requested thus far. We have like a list of like 30 song requests in Which in is so line. sad because this is like one me and Sammy, both of us, like our favorite I song. So. I made Adam do it. No, Sammy no. requested it. So today's episode discussion on Fearless is uh, requested by our very own Sammy. <laughs> But yeah, it's also part to celebrate about, what, two weeks ago, roughly, was the anniversary of the Fearless Tour, and so we thought it would be appropriate to discuss Fearless. Yep. And there's more. Mm -hmm. There's always more. There's more? What do you mean? But wait, there's more! (laughs) So, (laughs) also to celebrate the Fearless anniversary, we are having a very special giveaway. Now, this isn't just a wimpy giveaway like oh you get a rubber wristband no we're doing something big right now (laughs) i got diane laughing over here we're giving away something probably the coolest prize we have ever given away adam you want to wait to tell them because i think that they should have to listen to the whole thing before they find out what we're giving away however sammy they're gonna have to listen to the whole episode anyway because there's a code word they have to enter oh good i was gonna suggest that too thanks adam yeah so we may as well tease them and tell them what the prize is All right. So the coolest prize we have ever, ever given away right now is the Fearless Box Set Collector's Edition. What's in that? That sounds cool. There's the Fearless album, a t-shirt, a special edition poster, a thank you postcard from Taylor Nation. There's all kinds of cool stuff. It's collector's edition. They don't make it anymore. And it like comes in a cool box that says Fearless on it. That's awesome. Put all your Taylor memories in. Yeah, like it's super, super cool. And they are not cheap. I think the cheapest one I found online was $75. Yep. So they are very, very valuable, not only uh, in terms of money, but they're also valuable in the sense that not everyone has them and they are very difficult to get. So that's our prize. If you're wondering how to enter, you can go to taylortalk.org slash fearless. And there's an entry form there. And like I mentioned to Sammy about a minute or so ago, there is also a code word that we're going to be revealing at some point throughout this episode. Not the beginning, not the end, but somewhere in between that you can enter to get five bonus entries. It's just like the contest we did last time where you can enter through Twitter, through Facebook. You can leave us a review on iTunes as as two bonus entries. Or enter that code word for five bonus entries. So you really increase your chances of winning if you actually listen to the show. You got a much better chance than the people on uh, Twitter over there. Cool? Cool. Sammy, are you entering? 
No, I can't. And yeah. I already have one. You're ineligible. Sorry. And I already have one. That's true. So definitely check out taylortalk.org slash fearless and you can enter to win. Now, a couple more announcements before we get going. Taylor Talk t-shirt special. Next 25 shirts that sell come with a free gift. Want to know Ooh. what it is? What's a gift? I do. A beach ball. Adam, Aww. I think you should sign the beach balls before you send them out. Sign them. Nobody wants my signature, Sammy. It's worthless. Some people might. They'll we be like, great, he ruined my beach ball. <laughs> There's a scribble on it. There's a scribble on my beach ball. <laughs> but I thought it was a fun promo we could do. I, I got 25 beach balls. They're just mini beach balls. They're not these full giant size like at the concerts that bounce around. You know, they're little oh, beach wow. balls, but it's still super cool. The next 25 t-shirts that sell, we do only have smalls and mediums left. We're completely sold out of large and extra large. So if I you're a if you're a little person. T-shirt. They didn't have my size. Sorry. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're a, a teeny tiny person, you can get a Taylor Talk t-shirt and a beach ball when you buy it just just saying it's pretty cool sounds good and finally last announcement i'm gonna get so much hate for this i'm expecting the hate mail as we sit here recording i'm expecting it it's gonna come in i already i already warned adam i already feel it i feel the eyes of everybody listening nobody can argue with us now though it's yeah. like fact because basically it's, it's almost like God said it. So, oh, thank God. <laughs> I, I I didn't say what it was yet though. Do you want to no. tell them what happened? Yeah, why don't we <laughs> Swifty is spelled S W I F T Y. It is settled. The source of that is Taylor Swift herself. Just throwing that out there. So. <laughs> Real quick, just so everyone knows how that came to be. You remember a couple weeks ago, we reported how Taylor made an appearance at a fan's bridal shower, that fan being Gina. And Gina tweeted about how Taylor wrote Swifty with a Y on one of her gifts. Therefore, if Taylor wrote it that way, that's just how it's spelled. Just just saying. I can feel you all viciously staring into my soul right now, all you IE people. Okay, just tearing me apart. But the thing is, it's out of our hands. It's not like we said it and made it fact. Taylor no, said it. You can't Taylor. get mad at her for spelling it that way. And here's the other thing, too. Here's the other thing, all right? The way Taylor spells something, for all you IE people, I know you're mad right now. But I promise you, you can change the way you spell it. And I'll, I'll tell you why. Because let's take our very own Sammy, for example. Sammy is spelled S-A-M-I. Well, but... Ask, but we'll go with that. What? I said it depends on who you ask, but... Well, that, that, that. that's what I'm getting to. Sammy was originally <laughs> S-A-M-I, but Taylor herself spelled it S-A-M-M-I. So guess what? Sammy had to change the name or <laughs> the spelling of her name. So that's just how it is. Adam, that's ridiculous. That's how it, my birth certificate now says S A M M I. That that's how it is. Taylor officially spelled the or changed the spelling of Sammy's name. You're just like, never mind. You're just oh god, <laughs> invalidating your argument that because Taylor spells something some way, it's fact. No, that validates it because Taylor spelled it with a Y, Swifty with a Y, not an I E. Okay. All right, now that that's over, <laughs> there is no news for this episode. But, you um, probably should have left that for last because now the IEs aren't listening. Oh. Oops. <laughs> Sorry. 
My bad. <laughs> well, Sammy, maybe they are listening because if they want that fearless box set, they got to listen for the code word. So maybe we'll they're see. they're stuck. We'll see what the ratings on iTunes are. I know we're. I, I already I already am expecting the hate mail to come in. So. <laughs> That's fine, though. That's fine. But anyway, like I was saying, there's no news this episode. But Sammy, if you could please tell us what's coming up in the calendar, I would really appreciate it. Sure. Um, Taylor will be attending the 2014 Met Gala on Monday, May 5th. That's tomorrow. Um, this year's theme is Beyond Fashion, a white tie event. So Vogue Australia says we should expect to see gloves, 40s and 50s ball gowns, men in tails, updos, and big blades. Check our Twitter account at TaylorTalk13 and my Taylor account, T-Swift on Tour, to see pictures of whatever Taylor decides to wear. Um, and I'll add that Taylor is attending the award show with fashion designer Jay Mendel. So it'll Sammy, be- did they really say big bling? Yes, they really did. Wearing some big bling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see Taylor's updo with uh, really short hair. I'm sure they can still Oh, absolutely. I'm just excited to see how pretty. they do it. They'll make yeah. it work. Oh, they might absolutely. honestly put extensions in. Yeah, or like put in some sort might. of fake bun. I've seen that before. When you have yeah, a $20 they... million dollar hair budget, you can do what you want. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Sorry, I, for those who didn't get that, I'm referencing a joke that uh, either Blake Shelton or Luke Bryan made at the ACMs. Yeah. So, Sammy, what else is coming up? Oh, sorry. Um, the On May 18th, the 2014 Billboard Music Awards will air live on ABC at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Taylor is nominated for Top Social Artist and Top Country Artist. We are hoping she is attending. We have no idea. She better win this time, especially on Top Social Artist. Like, I can see her winning Top Social Artist, but they really favored Luke Bryan this year. Mm-hmm. I love Luke Bryan. I but, love Luke, uh, too. They, they really favored him this year, so I don't know. We'll see. But top social artist, can I tell you how disappointed I was at those iHeart Radio Awards that, like, Taylor, the, you the know, best those... fan base went to Rihanna's Navy <laughs> or something like that? I didn't know she had a fan base, and then it was called the Navy. I was yep. unaware of their existence. And it was fan voted, so yeah. not really sure how that happened. That's well, so we need to... A... Like, each fan base is going to vote for themselves to be the... Yeah, but who would have thought that Rihanna's Navy was like could outvote Swifties, Directioners, Believers, and Ariana? Do, Ader- do you know what? Called? I'm gonna I'm gonna Ariana speculate Aders. on this one. I'm gonna speculate on this one for a sec, Sammy. I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt and say they did not cheat on that award, and simply say that because the others in that or in the various fan bases like Swifties, Believers, Directioners, whatever, there's so much crossover. That it sort of diluted all of them. Well, there's that, but also the fact that Rihanna was like the only person in that category that attended. Okay, so that's okay, why it was they fixed. gave it to her because she decided <laughs> think, to show me, up to their award show. Rihanna, I think maybe, and Mahomes. No, Mahomes won the Instagram one. I don't know. But also, I, I would like to say that I'm a little bit upset with the Billboard Awards for not nominating Taylor for top touring artist. It doesn't make sense. I love them, but I don't understand how she wasn't nominated. Yeah, it's really confusing. Well, do you know what we'll do is when the Billboard Awards air and we have our episode on it, we can look into some of the rules and regulations and maybe have a discussion on that. Sounds like a plan. On that also, 
don't everybody get your hopes up too high because One Direction are also nominated for Top Social Artist. And I think so is Justin Bieber. And so is Justin Bieber and Miley Cyrus and Rihanna. So Well, Rihanna's a shoe in now. <laughs> Obviously, uh, I mean, she's we on know top. though One Direction fans are um very passionate. Determined. Shall we say passionate? Yes, that's yeah, a good but, word for well, it. It's not fan voted, so what are they I know. Going, no, but what are they basing it on? Like, like their activity online, the amount of followers they have. I mean, if if it's the amount of followers they have, then Katy Perry's gonna win. Is she even nominated? I don't think so. No, Katy Perry. It's Justin Bieber, Miley Cyrus, One Direction, Rihanna, and Taylor. You know, right, I, I wonder. Them, Justin Bieber has more, the most followers, so is it based on? Whoa, that? whoa, whoa, no, Sammy, Sammy. There's more that goes into it than the number of followers, things like engagement and otherwise. I wonder now. If this is why Taylor has been so active on Instagram, liking oh, pictures, commenting. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Also, Taylor is the only female in the top country artist category. That, that doesn't surprise me at all. Her, Luke Bryan, Florida Georgia Line, Darius Rucker, and Blake Shelton. Darius Rucker, yeah! Yay! <laughs> you love him so much. I do love Darius Rucker. Not as much as Luke and Taylor, though. Hey, are you guys attending this year? Yes. Yes, ma'am. Sweet. That's going to make our conversation fun. Yes, it will. Yeah, once the uh, awards there happen. So thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for updating us on the calendar, Sammy. Let's jump into our main discussion. Like I said, it's going to be an analysis on Fearless, the, the song, not the album or the tour, but the song itself, which I'm really pretty excited about this discussion because... Like, this song has sort of made its way into becoming, like, an anthem. It's not mm-hmm. just a song. It's, like, the anthem of Swifties. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, does someone want to just jump right in and just kind of give us a brief overview of what the song's about? It's like a magical first date. See, it <laughs> is, like but, like, words. even, like, I feel like Fearless is one of those songs that, like, you know, if you've never been on a first date or you've never had that kind of magical first date, like it's the kind of song that you can morph into like learning about how to be fearless about any situation. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like you can take away different bits and pieces of the song and have it have to do with anything in your life. You stole the words out of my mouth, Sammy. One of the things I was going to say that is absolutely brilliant about this song is how it can apply to all aspects of life and not just what Taylor intended to write it for, because like, when she first wrote it, I, I, you know, she said, you know, this is the song about the best first date I haven't had yet. So it's a theoretical first date. And I'm sure when she wrote it, she had that in mind. And yeah. it never even occurred to her that it was going to become this, like, fearless anthem that inspires so many people in all areas of life. Didn't she yeah. kind of make it an anthem, though? Because she named that after her album. She named yeah. it Yeah, I mean, she did, I think she kind of had I an think idea. Because, like, it. that's, like, the entire theme of her album and tour and era of her life. Well, it contributed to it, but I'm sure she figured that out after the fact, like after I she mean, wrote it. I mean, after she wrote the song, oh, yeah, 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 but yeah, she yeah. did take the idea of the song and turn it into, like, the theme. Yeah. This okay, is the cool. anthem. Throw all your hands up. There's a uh, somebody listening right now that that was for, and they'll know exactly who they are. Wasn't me. <laughs> wasn't me either. It, it wasn't for either of you three. Any of you three. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. But well, back to Fearless. How about that Fearless anthem song? <laughs> <laughs> so i i don't know i just think it's an awesome song and i know you guys were all mentioning before the recording you were all excited because this is what all of your favorite song Everybody it's my here? favorite song i wouldn't say it's my favorite but it's yeah i don't it's think good. it's my favorite either but it definitely has like emotional 
things behind it for me. I mean, my first tattoo was fearless for this song, but not because of the first date. Because I'm sorry, of- did you just say tattoo? Yeah. Can you repeat that? She I has a tattoo. Taylor tattoo. tattoo. Actually, I have two Taylor tattoos, but the first one was fearless. That's really cool. Um, but it was it for me. It was more about reminding myself, um, to be fearless, and that kind of goes along with the quote that we're gonna read in a second. Can I read the quote now? Go read ahead. the quote, Sammy. Um, to me, fearless is not the absence of fear. It's not being completely unafraid. To me, fearless is having fears. Fearless is having doubts, lots of them. To me, fearless is living in spite of those things that scare you to death. That basically is the entire reason that I got my tattoo. Not because of, you know, being fearless on a first date that's magical, blah, 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 blah. But for that exact reason. Love it. The end. Where, where's your tattoo? My wrist. My on, right wrist. On your right, my right wrist. wrist. That's neat. Is is it spelled in the direction that you can read it or that other people can read it? No, it's for me. Got it. That's good. Cool. So let's dive into some of these lyrics here. Does anyone have favorite lyrics? Anything they love from this song? Anything well written? I mean, the whole thing's well written, but. I have a huge obsession with Capture It, Remember It. Yes. Um, you stole I... that from me, Sammy. I bolded <laughs> that in our notes I'm sorry. here. I didn't even see it. I didn't get there. Oh, I see it. Um, but, you know, I, I mean, I've seen the many of her tours and um when she sang fearless during speak now um in madison square garden she sang it new york city now capture it remember it Mm -hmm. and i can't not sing it that way like (laughs) i can hear it no matter what i still say new york city it's funny because for me i say massachusetts (laughs) (laughs) for for me i say in this moment now capture it remember it (laughs) But yeah, I just, I mean, that epitomizes the whole thing for me because it's, you know, you can capture, remember anything. It's not just about the first date. It's about remembering a moment that you were fearless, that you conquered something you were afraid of and holding on to that feeling and being able to replicate it in other situations when you're needing fearlessness. No, that's right. I think this is also one of the most widely used quotes among fans and things of that nature, because I actually have a framed piece here in the Taylor Talk studio that is it, it basically has photos and stuff from a really cool moment in my life. And I had it custom made. And in the matting of this frame, I use that quote. It says across the top in this moment now and on the bottom, capture it, remember it. And it was mm-hmm. about that particular moment in my life. So cute. Yep. I know I am. Oh. Adorbs. <laughs> but I think that's also how we were talking about how it's applicable across a wide range of events and not just a first date as uh, Taylor intended this song to be about. Does anyone else have anything? Someone, come on. Um, I, I, I like the whole thing. I have trouble picking up parts I also because like, I'm um, in love with the entire song. I also, you know, if we're looking at it just in terms of what the song's about, in terms of it being, you know, about a really awesome first date, I really like, um, but you're so cool, run your hands through your hair, absentmindedly making me want you. Yes, I like mm. that one a lot, too. I like, I like, that like the way that she describes it, you can, like, literally picture a guy doing that. Well, what's interesting, Sammy, and why I like that is for a slightly different reason, because I have no interest in guys running their hands <laughs> through their hair. Um but what I like right. about it in ter- in terms of the writing, what I like about it is she describes a visual 
aspect of this date, something you can see. She describes something that's happening. However, when she sings it, you can actually feel the emotion. Yeah, she does that a lot. Like the other one that I'm looking at is um, you pull me in and I'm a little more brave. It's the first kiss. It's flawless. It's really something. It's fearless. Yeah. That one is a, that one describes the emotion a little more, though. It's not strictly yeah, but visual. You can also still visualize it. I, I, I would say it is because all of those little words are very like short. So it's almost like it's this like first kiss is happening in slow motion. Like it's a first kiss. It's flawless. It's really something. It's fearless. It's like they're it's like for me, it's like their lips are like moving closer and closer. Yeah, like yeah, each yeah. Time she and, says and even sentence. how the music does it, like it becomes like a little bit staccato in that yeah. moment. So, like, you can like, like visualize as if they're words. sort of like inching towards each other. Definitely. Yeah, it's like punching it, inching towards it, and then it's fearless. Is like this big long, nah, mama. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. It's so, so it's sort of like on that first line. It's like it's the first kiss. It, it's like maybe they're stepping closer together. Yeah. It's yeah. flawless. Their heads start to move in really something. It's fearless. They yeah, actually there. make that kiss happen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so romantic. I also just like the fact that she says, I'm, uh, and I'm a little more brave. Like yeah. there are like certain lines in this song that like you have to like go through and you have to like listen to the song over and over and over and over to hear certain lines like that. Like obviously in this moment, capture it, remember it stands out to everybody, but, um, you know, that's a huge line saying I'm a little more brave. Like that's, that's a big thing. Right. Now I'm rambling. <laughs> what did you say? She just said she was rambling. What were you going to say, Adam? I don't even remember. Oh, you know how I like constantly lose my train of thought. It just happened. <laughs> uh, so I'm trying to think through, through, you know, just racking my brain here. As to whether or not there's any other songs in her catalog that are even remotely like this one. Because I think part of what makes this so many people's favorite songs is how unique it is. Yeah. It's so blissfully happy. Yeah. Well, this this is like some other songs in that it is, she seems to do this on almost every album now, where, or yeah, where she writes a song about something that hasn't actually happened yet. Yeah. Like, she'll write, like, mine on Speak Now and Stay, Stay, Stay on Red Mm -hmm. um, are, like, these, like, blissfully happy songs about, like, finding something really perfect and wonderful that, and, like, it's all sort of just imagination. So. Yet none of them seem to be. does have that in common. But also she's able to throw realism into them because, like, if you look at it compared to, like, mine and Stay, 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 I mean, mine and Stay, 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 they'll both talk about how you fight in there's a very specific details i think she has a yeah. very vivid imagination um yeah she um, said she said um i think sometimes when you're when you're writing love songs you don't write them about what you're going through at the moment you write about what you wish you had yeah so those three are like what she wished she had those three Although, songs. what's interesting about this song though is i noticed this is that when she first started playing this song she would introduce this as like Oh, this is a song I wrote about, like, imagining what, like, the perfect first date would be like. Mm-hmm. And now she says this is a song about the best first date I've ever been on. So I think that something happened. Like, she had a date in between when she wrote this song and now that she sort of, like, made this song be about. So, like, yeah. the, So she the had feeling. a date that was, like, conveniently she in the rain a, on the pavement. A, and... No, <laughs> no, it's not are not important it's the feeling mm-hmm, exactly. and she had like i think she had a date that was perfect like yes. the song and so now 
she like in hindsight applied the song to that date well, but it's talk- also kind of interesting to look at this song and when we're comparing it to like songs like mine and stay 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 like like i said before like mine and stay um both have you know moments in it of of reality where you know you fight with someone you love and you have to fight for the relationship or whatever whereas fearless there is nothing negative in this whole song like i mean to be fair she also wrote it when she was like yeah absolutely 16. that's what i'm saying that like <laughs> you know what's happening have quite as much perspective past... on life yet <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely <laughs> well that's i mean <laughs> this doesn't necessarily i mean it kind of fits in what you were saying sammy there are some things in this song that could be seen as bad like it's you know there's a storm that's you know a lot of people don't like storms um (laughs) (laughs) this may be a stretch but then stop it's not like a breakup though i know i know thunderstorms are a little bit different such a negative song i know but then there's one other line that i thought was kind of cool because i've never heard that phrase before um it's in the second verse she says so so baby drive slow till we run out of road in this one horse town i've never heard the word oh, yeah, one horse town before but it's, it's supposedly like, like a, sort of a colloquial phrase yeah, to describe like a very small place yeah, yeah like a middle of you know nowhere town so that's like, not town very that's so magical. small that they only have one horse yeah get around on was there anything that like how am i trying to describe this like, what did that line do for you, though, emotionally? Emotionally, I, I thought it was kind of cool because it just shows you, I guess, how powerful love can be, where you can be in this place where, like, really, it seems like it's kind of boring and, like, nothing happens, but you meet this person and you, and you know, you everything go in this great, has changed. Yes, everything changes. <laughs> and, like, this one horse town becomes, like, the best place ever because you're with this person i gotcha yeah Yeah. so what about uh diary decoded oh yeah i stole that from uh, that book we featured (laughs) you guys remember taylor swift by liv spencer they they refer to the section i i really liked this they called it diary decoder when they talk about the uh, secret messages and so i don't know do you guys want to use that i like it okay if they'll let us, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> you're talking about. Sorry, Sammy's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Sammy, be, before about before you came around these I was parts, like, what are they talking about? Before you came around these parts, Sammy, we did a guest interview with uh, the author of a book called Taylor Swift. It's an unofficial autobiography, and uh, it, it's really good. And they do an analysis on every song, kind of like what we do, but um, not in discussion form, in book format. And they have Diary Decoder where they describe the secret message of the song which in this particular song is i loved you before i met you oh right because it's it didn't happen yet yeah that reminds me of the savage garden song yeah i was just thinking that actually and (laughs) there's a reason for that for for those who aren't familiar with the savage garden song the the lyrics say i knew i loved you before i met you i think i dreamed you into life and going back to what um, Maya was saying about how now she refers to this as the perfect first date she already had, you think she sort of retrofitted it yeah, to that situation? I so. Yeah. And I wonder if those Savage Garden lyrics are applicable, where it's like because she dreamed this and she dreamed like it a up. Self fulfilling prophecy. Exactly. She made it happen. 
it's not that it coincidentally happened it's that she made it happen she did but then she didn't at the same time because she's single right now so whatever happened well it's on not per- it wasn't about like a perfect the song isn't about a perfect relationship it's about a perfect date that's true one date like mine and stay 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 haven't happened yet that's yeah. true. She's still working on that. <laughs> Yet mine and stay, stay, stay don't seem nearly as powerful as this song. No, there's something like inspirational about this one. I mean, I, I think, think also because she made it, you know, the anthem of the yeah. the whole era, you know. And speaking of that too, though, fearless, like the word fearless, is that like the perfect word choice or what? Oh, so perfect. Totally. Because, I mean, she could have gone with a variety of things. She could have gone with bold, brave, courageous, intrepid, valiant, valorous, gallant, plucky, lion-hearted, heroic. I'm reading a thesaurus. Yes, you are. if this song was named Brave, like, how different music would be now? Because, like, do you think Sarah Bareilles would still have a song called Brave? Like, you know? Yeah. Like, Like, fearless is, like, her word. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it is. She, like, made it her word. I don't think brave is is as good a fitting word as fearless is either i mean she always talks about how like her favorite thing in the world is like finding the exact right word for the exact right situation and like i think that just what happened so well with this song yeah for sure how about those performances of fearless she obviously did it for the fearless tour yes she did oh those were the days (laughs) <laughs> what did you think of that performance i i think all three of you attended the fearless tour i didn't so i'm gonna kind of let you three take over on that one um i didn't mean all three <laughs> oh, of you okay. at once well i find that the, that performance like when okay on fearless tour the song fearless was in sort of the set list position that like um like holy ground and red were mm-hmm. for this last tour mm-hmm. so it's like which is she always she does it every tour there's like a few songs right at the beginning where she has the guitar and it's like super high energy and just like just kind of straight playing songs without a whole lot of big performance so it was kind of that feel where she was just playing and having fun and yeah like just, i like i mean I, like I i love the performance but like i hadn't watched it in a really, really long time until right before we recorded this it's almost like not a throwaway performance but like one that doesn't stick out in my mind like obviously it was good and it was you know very appropriate for the song and for the tour as a whole you know it was like like what she did for red it was you know she played yeah the song it's not like a big like memorable thing you know, but it's like, just hey, like this is the fearless tour mm-hmm. and then saying fearless but I mean, it well, can someone describe the performance itself of, I mean, of the she's song? She's literally standing there playing her koi guitar. She's in singing. like sparkly dress and boots. She runs up and down the stage a couple like, times, and she just sings the song. And there's a cute little graphic behind her with like flowers and butterflies. Yeah, it was very magical and whimsical, I guess. And I think there are certain times where she actually skipped. She just, skipped around a little. Yeah, she's actually. Yeah, and the tea, she um, was so happy she was skipping. Well, so hang on a sec. I'm a little bit confused. Are you criticizing it for not being a big enough performance, or are you complimenting no. it for keeping it small? I mean, at that point, it wasn't a single. 
there was no need to make it into a big thing. Well, the tour was, was named just, after it, but that that's yeah. I, I don't. I mean, it was I, like what she did. What she did with Red, like exactly. the, so- the song on tour, like it wasn't a big. Well, with the exception of dancers and the flag thing, but you know, it was to introduce the tour. So she sang two songs or three songs or whatever it was, and then she was like, "Welcome to the Fearless Tour," and then and sang then Fearless. Fearless. Yeah, um, so it's the same as Red. Like it's fun yeah. and it's a good performance. It's not like the one you remember when you leave but it was Mm -hmm. good yeah well that's interesting because i was thinking just in my own head that a smaller performance like that would actually be better because we were talking about the aspect of this song that makes it into this big anthem where the song itself has the power it needs without a theatrical performance definitely so that's kind of where my mind's at i i think that's kind of cool that she kept that one smaller even though it was the fearless tour Mm mm-hmm and I think also that allowed her to be a little bit more creative with with it, with the Speak Now tour, and that, you know, at that point, the song had already become this anthem thing that, you know, people used it for other things other than, you know, describing the perfect first date. So she was able to kind of expand on it a little bit more um, in the Speak Now tour than she did on the Fearless tour. Well, maybe, Sammy, because of how applicable it is to yeah. different areas of life, she couldn't really or maybe even didn't want to create her visual of it because she wanted everybody else yeah. to keep their vision of what it means to them. Yeah, I agree with that. So that's why she kept it small. Gosh, I feel like such a genius right now for coming up with that. <laughs> She's probably going to email you now. Not that Adam has her email, but be like, you're an idiot. Why did you say that? That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I was thinking at all. <laughs> well then. Fine. Now, what about the music video, which was, in fact, the the tour video for the Fearless Tour? Um, I think it was the coolest tour video, to be honest. I think it was the coolest tour video also, but at the same time, and, like, I'm not sure that she really could have done anything with it other than making it a tour video. I kind of wish that it had an actual video, like, describing this perfect, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, had an actual like images. Rather but then than... it goes back to leaving it open to all her fans' imaginations and how they yeah. apply it to their lives. They couldn't no, do that if okay. she told them what it's supposed to look like. Well, I mean, there has to be a tour video every tour. One yeah, song I'm has to be sure sacrificed to be the tour video. I mean, can you imagine like if like Speak Now was the tour, like was a single and it was the tour video? Like that wouldn't have made any sense. That would have been weird. Yeah, you know, like. Barks Fly is the same kind of thing. Like it's she didn't want to like have you envision what she was thinking, so she made it the the tour video. But at the same time, I kind of feel like Fearless could have had like a real video, and she could have picked another song that didn't. Yeah, but I really liked Fearless as the tour video because I think based on the footage they showed and the style they did it with sort of that vintage looking lens on there, like I I think it just summed up the feel. That you're supposed to get from that song because it was showing all the fans in it was showing that anthem aspect to it that it's you know it's something it means something to everyone and then there's the crazy guy whose entire body's painted red it's like foreshadowing he knew taylor would love red <laughs> yeah, one day and here. that was cool he had his entire body painted and had a big white heart on his chest that said taylor across why it. don't it was... people do that anymore People, people do. do. I want to see people Ben at a Taylor concert and body paint. I often. saw a guy like fully body painted red. Oh wow! I saw a girl fully body painted red. 
That w- and then there was also a guy at my show. He pu- he painted himself all red, and he stuck red solo cups to all of his entire body. And then he got club red. And then he got club red. So, <laughs> but like seriously, yeah, now no. really different conversation. I just don't. I don't. Wouldn't want a picture with Taylor me looking like a tomato. Me, well, I know. I would feel like an idiot. No, way, this, this guy though. This guy that had the body paint is like. I mean, he's going down in Taylor history. He's always going to be in that video, and that's cool. Yeah. Who who is that guy? I want him here on Taylor Talk. To come talk to us. <laughs> how, do, how does it feel to guy? be you? How does it feel to be the red guy with the white heart on your chest? Not the guy oh. in the fearless video, my. Oh, whoa, whoa. okay. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm talking. To, yeah, the guy in the fearless video. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I'm gonna do that on the next tour. I'm I'm going in body paint. It sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> it's not that much work. It's gonna be oh, getting it off though. It's, That'll be fun. It would look like <laughs> someone like killed someone in your shower. Like yeah. there was a murder. There. It could be like the like the psycho shower. But... Yeah, but that's what that's what my shower looked like after I washed out the red hair paint uh, <laughs> after the red tour show. Red so. war paint, we call it. I literally had glitter on me from the one show when I saw Abby and Alex for like two weeks i don't know if you've seen the pictures of them they literally the two girls who literally covered themselves in gold glitter yeah 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 and i i was finding glitter on me for weeks oh glitter never comes off no glitter gets in every crevice and it's just all over the place yeah that's intense all right now the the other prominent live performance of fearless was on the speak now tour she did it back on the b stage with a little mashup fearless i'm yours and soul sister on ukulele it's so cute. It was so perfect because she always talked about how the ukulele was such a happy sound. Right, and, yeah, that's what I was saying. Ukulele wanted. is for happy songs. Yep. <laughs> and this is a happy song about this the is best a happy first song day ever. Actually, that was my... my favorite, except for I never got to see her doing that up close, which made me sad. My first yeah, impression of that was favorite. Taylor plays ukulele. <laughs> She's she can do anything. She's talented. She can do it. She can play everything. I guess, but I mean that's that performance. So out of out of the, the multiple fearless performances, what's your favorite? That or the fearless tour performance? Speak now. I would say speak now too, just because it's more intimate. I feel more yeah. intimate. I think it was more intimate, yeah. and it was also, you know, at it, at, like I said before, I felt like it kind of had gotten to the point where it didn't have to be about a first date, and that she was able to expand on it, and that it, you know did it it had like a different sound being with the ukulele and mixed with other songs and i really liked it yeah well i mean hmm. personally i also enjoyed the red tour rendition of it but maya no (laughs) what red tour rendition a fearless she did fearless on red tour sang for maya yeah. Where on the, earlier. on the B stage because Maya asked her to. She she mm-hmm. sang to you, Maya? Did she look you in the eyes and give you this intimate glare and just like I mean, there was a large crowd of people there, so no. <laughs> but <laughs> So what what happened? You requested it and she played I it? I asked her to play it and then she did. On Twitter, right? I asked her on Twitter, yeah. Because I was driving there um by myself. So I tweeted her and I said, "Hey, I'm coming to the show by myself. And I'm driving six hours. Can you play my favorite song?" And then she was did. Philly. Nope, Gillette. There oh, you go, uh, Billboard Awards Best Social Artist, right there. She is. Best Social Artist. So. And it was like I don't know. I think 
all of the, was that everybody the first night of really Gillette? Like, was it, it also? Oh no, no, because no, she's saying Saving Sound the other one. Okay, never mind, never mind. Never mind. It was night two. Yeah, never mind. That's that. Never mind. So, Sammy, before we wrap up the discussion on Fearless, Sammy, <laughs> I think it was you. I, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. That mentioned that you would have liked to see an actual story video. So, putting on your director's hat, how would you have seen this video directed? Well, you know, me being the person that takes, you know, not the first state away from this song and takes the actual concept of being fearless and when you're, you know, like we said with quote earlier, you know, not necessarily not being afraid, but, you know, doing something because you're afraid, I kind of, like, can picture sort of like a meme kind of thing where they have like different images of other people doing things that you know make that they're afraid of and that working up the courage to do it even though they're afraid of it kind of thing i think that one would be really cool but that's what i picture anyway but then if you would add in like a first date scene for one little story and then you can have a bunch of different ones that would be really cool that's actually sammy more or less exactly as i pictured it as well um (laughs) Specifically, have you seen that music video of, oh, shoot, what's that song that Hunter Hayes did with Jason Mraz? Oh, oh everybody's I know. Got got somebody everybody's got somebody, got somebody with me. Yeah, yeah. If you watch that video, it's a mashup of different scenarios of uh, different couples doing things. And Hunter and Jason, they're single guys wandering around seeing all the different couples in different scenarios. So it, it's not that it's the same storyline by any means, but same kind of concept for an album where you see, or album, video. Uh, where you see different people in different situations that apply to the song. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Does anyone else have a different vision? No. Apparently not. Okay, then. (laughs) Apparently Sammy's the only creative one on the panel here. We just added to her idea. I know. The next one is going to be called... um, Sammy talk featuring Sammy and I'm occasionally really sorry, Diane guys. Maya I don't Adam. Need to occupy this time, I'll shut up. <laughs> no, keep talking. You're carrying the conversation for. Like, me. I don't know if you know this, but like, you're. I think you're better at this than like all of us. You know, you I, really that's are. That's why I feel bad because don't I just feel like, bad. came in and was like, "Hey guys, I know what I'm doing." You're like, I'll show you <laughs> how. Well, it's clearly, done. you do since you're the fan favorite. <laughs> Which is ironic, considering I didn't listen to his show before I joined. Hey. Sammy, don't All admit right. that. Rude. You were the biggest. Big fan okay, so that about. wraps it up for our fearless discussion on episode 132 here on Taylor Talk. Moving on to our next segment in the Wait, episode. Can I say? Can I say something before we do the mini segments? I left this out of the news, and I'm really sorry. And I said that I would do it anyway. Oh, sorry. Um, What's happening? So I'll have Adam post a link, but um, there's a college in New York called Iona College in new rochelle and they're doing a musical um with a written you know a good story but it's uses all taylor music and it's uh really interesting and Perez hilton tweeted about it and if you live in new york you should go and it, it's called what a love story musical or something like it's, that? it's a love story or something like yeah, that. yeah it's I'm really like, cool i saw the video you sent me a video uh preview that they did sammy and they <laughs> it's a group of college students that take taylor's songs and made it into a musical so yeah, and it has students? like a story and the music is weaved into it um it, and... that kind of reminds me the concept at least of the movie across the universe they told the story yeah. using beatles music yep and uh mama mia same kind of thing and you know abba it's yeah, uh, but I'm, yes. I'm glad you uh, threw in the news here in the middle of the episode, Sammy. I'm really sorry, guys. <laughs> That's all right. That's what I was thinking about when you guys were talking. I was like, oh, I need to say that. You're like, I forgot this. 
Okay. So, do you know what I I think I might have well need to do right now? Oh, I know what you need to do, Adam. I gotta reveal the code word. I do. The code word. If you want a bonus five entries for the fearless box set, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Code word is behemoth. No Adam. That is a word. The code word is behemoth. Everyone teased me for using that. that word, and that is now the code word. If you want five entries, you're going to have to learn to spell it and enter it on the entry form. Yeah, I was just going to say, how do you spell that? It's That's B-E-H-E-M-O-T-H, behemoth. Repeat that, Adam. I think I, think I spelled that right. Look at, <laughs> a, look at a dictionary, because nobody here actually knows how to spell it. Let me try this. I'm in the dictionary right now. Behe- okay, I have no idea how to spell it. <laughs> B-E-H-E-M-O-T-H. Thank you, Maya. Maya's got that. Maya's got it covered for us. So <laughs> if you misspell it slightly, your entry will still count. But visit taylortalk.org slash fearless to enter that code word for five bonus entries. And, of course, you can tweet, Facebook. There's, like, something. Hang on. Seven, eight, nine, ten. There's, like, ten different ways you can enter per day. So ten entries per day really increases your chances. Just throwing that out there. Thank you to everyone who's going to enter. Now, mini segments. Yay. Can I get to them, Sammy? You don't have any more news for us? Nope. Okay, good. So, first one is a voicemail from Beth. Beth, take it away, please. Hi, I'm Beth at Cozy Swift on Twitter. And um, you know you're stuffy when your friends come into your room and they're like, what the hell? Because you have so much tail merch and you think they think you're a stalker. <laughs> that sounds like Sammy's room. It really does. And I was going to say, Beth, you should post a photo of that on Instagram because Taylor really, really likes seeing Taylor merch pictures. And I would she know does. that because she, she likes, likes my them like Taylor. crazy. <laughs> I saw she liked somebody else's picture. They had like a Taylor bedspread and a Taylor pillow. Oh, yep, wow. She liked, she liked that. that. Like, hey. Right. like that I spent $30,000 on you. What? Oh, so next much one. money. <laughs> yeah. Well, how do you think Taylor pays for all her houses? <laughs> That's like my entire college debt. Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> Things we do for Taylor, man. <laughs> the next one comes from Swift Agency 13, and she says, You know you're Swifty when you walk into school the day after the night Taylor liked your Instagram picture and someone in the hall says congratulations. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. You're so cute. That's really Speaking sweet. of Instagram likes, she's adorable. I love her. Me too. Yeah, I love Taylor also. Yes, well, we were we talking Anna. about we were talking about Hannah, but Hannah. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Next up, we have a tweet from Becky twenty nine. You know you're a Swifty when you're happy about having thirteen percent battery left on your phone. Sorry. Oh my gosh, I think that would give Diane a heart that attack. That would give me a heart attack. That I stresses me out. I don't like it when my phone is below 50. <laughs> I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> it just really at, concerns me. I have I was at a Let's see what my phone's at. Oh my gosh, my phone's at 13% right now. No, it's not, you liar. I know, it's at 58. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And the next one's mine. You know you're a Swifty when every time you turn on the radio and a Taylor song is playing, you're convinced that it is a sign of something awesome. This happened to me twice. It was great. Oh, and on an even better note, one time I was over at my grandparents' house and they had the radio on, and I was thinking about mine, and all of a sudden mine comes on the radio. How awesome is that? I had a total spaz attack right in front of my grandparents' living room. Or right in my grandparents' living room. It was pretty funny. Winky face. So they can predict the future, this person. Yeah, I guess so. And that's from Red T Swift 13 via email. That just reminded me, Maya, did you say who yours was from? I did indeed. Okay, it's I missed Becky it then. Becky 29 on so, Twitter. Sometimes I don't listen, but I think you guys are used to that by now. <laughs> Becky oh with God. a K and two I's. <laughs> Except if Taylor spelled it with a CK, that she would if change If Taylor spelled it with CK, yeah. Also, Sammy, I just noticed that like I have you in my phone with two M's. Well, that's how Taylor spells it, so that's yeah, how it's spelled that's now. That's how Taylor spelled it, so... I'm going to change Sammy in my phone. To Me the too. correct spelling. <laughs> Poor Sammy. <laughs> eh, whatever. You know. All right, next. People have worse names for me in their phone. <laughs> <laughs> like Grundle. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, stop, stop, stop. Okay, next one is a voicemail from at Taylor is a maze. You know you're Swifty when you think Adam's jokes are funny. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't told a joke in so long. <laughs> Yeah, thank God. Oh, well. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Joke's on you guys. Since I heard this voicemail before we recorded, I have a joke ready for you. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right, ready? Okay. No, I'm not ready. All right. It's clean, right, Adam? Of course it is. Only clean jokes on Taylor Talk. Only clean, cheesy jokes. All right. Ready? (laughs) Who does a pharaoh talk to when he's sad? Who? His mummy. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, God. You get it? Yeah, yeah. Yes. yes, we get it. I thought it was funny. Thanks, Taylor is amazed. You see what you've started? Hopefully they thought it was funny. Yeah, we hope you liked it, at least. I want a video of you watching it and laughing, please. I need evidence. <laughs> All right, the next one comes from Mackenzie via email. And they say, you know you're Swifty when you buy a car and you make sure it's red or else you won't get it. I don't yeah. want a red car. I'd be afraid a cop would pull me off. Apparently, over. red cars, yeah, are like more likely to get noticed by police. My car <laughs> is bright blue, and I've never gotten pulled over. Maybe yeah, must be lucky. nice. Yeah, I think I think the thing is like blue and green is supposed to like make it look slower or something. I'm not sure. Slower, really? Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it's red, black, and white that are like because I guess they're racing colors, so it like oh, it's like a top. subconscious thing. Yeah, I guess so. Well then. Okay. Ne- ne- next one. Somebody. The next one is from Tiny Lou 13 Hey, Lou. If Swifties ruled the world, Instagram would have crashed a long time ago. It probably will soon. Oh, yeah, definitely. It did the one night. Yeah, it's crashed that? seven it just... times. That was really yeah. bad. But at least we know that if it crashes, Taylor's not liking, so we don't have a reason to post. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because hers would have crashed, too. Um, all right, and our final one is from Rachel via text message. You know you're a Swifty when you try to book row 13 on every flight, even if it means you get the dreaded middle seat. Dun, dun, dun. When I fly southwest, I try and sit in seat 13. Not going to lie. <laughs> row 13, you mean? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right, thank you to everybody who sent those in. We got um, well, this this was a nice little mix. We got some text messages, emails, voicemails, tweets. No Facebooks on here, though. Hmm. People don't like the Facebook. 
No, they don't like Facebook apparently. But no, thank you to everyone Facebook who's changed and now it's weird. What? Because didn't Facebook? I don't know. Whatever. Never mind. Ignore me. Well, when I... if Facebook does change, that means only like a few people have it changed, and then more people and then more people they like yeah, unroll yeah, yeah. it like that. Yeah. So thank you again to everyone who sent a bid. Keep them coming for future episodes. Almost done here, but we got one more thing for you guys. What are Swifties listening to? At Android on Twitter, suggest that Swifties listen to A Sky Full of Stars by Coldplay, saying that it's an excellent example of the band's evolving sound mentioned in an earlier episode, which we did actually talk about that in in a previous episode, how these artists that Taylor has liked for the last 10 plus years have survived by evolving and creating new sounds and going in new directions and things of that nature, so... If you're interested, definitely go check out A Sky Full of Stars by Coldplay. Taylor likes Coldplay. So Doesn't we... Ed have a song on the Fault in Our Stars soundtrack that's named that? He does. He has... Is it named oh. that? It's kind of similar to that, isn't it, Maya? Oh, I forget what it's called. It's a good song. I watched the movie yesterday. Sammy, we're song. not supposed to talk about that yet. <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> yeah, no spoilers, Sammy. Sammy got no, to see an advanced good. screening of A Fault in Our and, Stars. Like John Green was there and Shailene Woodley, and I was stalking good her times, tweets. And... No, Ed, though. Ed was not there. <laughs> oh, my God. I would die. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Android, for suggesting that. We'll all have to check it out. The song's called All of the Stars. Oh, there you uh, go. Thank okay. you. Oh, it's close. So wrapping up episode 132 of Taylor Talk, the Taylor Swift podcast, I got to give you all the ways you can contact us. Of course, you can email us, taylortalk at taylorswift13.org. You can tweet us, Facebook us, Facebook. <laughs> Taylor connect us. Oh, Taylor connect us. Taylor connect no, us. Taylor connected us either. <laughs> so what did i say tweet us facebook us taylor connect us or ask us question on ask fm all of those are to the username taylor talk 13 if Adam, you want to hear you yourself answer them if they ask you on ask.fm uh, sometimes <laughs> you will add it to his to-do list add it to my long to-do list of things if you want to hear yourself on the show just like beth and at taylor is amazed got to do this episode you can leave us a voicemail to area code 24031 swift or directly on the website, taylortalk.org. There's a button on the side that says send a voicemail. You can do that there. Or you could send us a text message to area code 240-31-SWIFT. We look forward to hearing from all you guys. We're looking forward to this contest starting, which I didn't mention. It's going to be running for three weeks. So starting on Cinco de Mayo, which is uh, tomorrow, May 5th. Well, tomorrow, our recording time today, if you're listening. Starting from May 5th and running through May 26th. That's when it ends. So you got three weeks to enter every day for more entries. Remember, we said the code word earlier in the episode. I'm not repeating it now for all the cheaters that tried to fast forward ahead. <laughs> but you can get something like 10 entries a day if you want. That's at taylortalk.org slash fearless. For now, it's time to say bye to everybody. This has been episode 132 of Taylor Talk, the Taylor Swift podcast. My name's Adam. I'm Maya. I'm Diane. And I'm Sammy. Saying have a great week. Have a great week, guys. We'll see you all next time. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Good hearts to all of you. Good luck in the contest. TaylorTalk.org slash fearless. Subtle plug there. Nice Shameless one. plug. Nice one. Very soft recording. Sorry. That's fine. I'm still recording all of you. So everybody Woo. can hear you still, Sammy. So don't say anything bad. Yeah, because I say bad things all the time. Hey, you never know. <laughs> all right, bye, guys. Bye. Bye.
This podcast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift.